Hey guys, spoilers ahead. I'm Laura. And I'm Nikki. And this is Breakdown from the Couch. Yes, ma'am. This is where we take the best and worst movies found on your streaming services, and we break them down for your listening pleasure. Yep, and you can check us out on social media. Uh, just search for Breakdown from the Couch on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, check us out on ageofradio.org. You can find our episodes there, as well as shop our sponsors. Yeah. Guess what we're breaking down this week? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The beginning. beginning. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. Yeah. So, I don't know if you can tell throughout the season, but horror movies are kind of like mine and Laura's wheelhouse. You're the only friend I have that would ever go with me. That's uh, true. Right? No yeah. one else we know is willing to go watch <laughs> horror movies with us. We're just <laughs> a couple true. of twisted ladies. That's true. Let's see. Shall we jump right in? Yeah. Might okay. as well. So, the synopsis for this one, I pulled it from IMDb because this one is actually decent. It says, before being sent to serve in Vietnam, two brothers and their girlfriends take one last road trip. But when they get into an accident, a terrifying experience will take them to a secluded house of horrors with a chainsaw-wielding killer. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, I pretty much, like, you know, goodbye, ladies and gentlemen. So that's basically what happens. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first impressions. All right. I saw this movie, like, I think when it first came out. I think we saw it together, to be honest with you. I think we saw the, the other text, like, the remake of Texas Chainsaw The original Massacre. remake, and then we saw this one separately. Yeah. Because I remember seeing it, too, but it was so long ago, I mm. didn't really remember a lot of it. It's a gorehound film. It, yeah. I mean, it's not gratuitous gore, but it's a it's a gorehound film. It's, it's a little gratuitous. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> it just... I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm getting older, but this one was just kind of meh. My first impression was a good gore hound prequel. Yeah. Um, it's an origin story. Right. Versus your typical, he's already crazy, they've already been killing people. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of sets up, um, let's just jump into the breakdown. It opens up in a butcher shop. Right. Where it almost reminded me of how they, like, did Freddy Krueger, you know, Son of a Thousand Lunatics or something. Yeah, yeah. It's the whole, the nun got locked in the asylum. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, it almost reminded me of that kind of vibe. Because yeah. you see this very heavy set pregnant young woman yeah. working in a butcher shop. So she's cutting up meat. And she ends up, I guess, going into some sort of premature... Like, okay, sorry. I had to make sure Pippi didn't steal my flip-flops. Oh. Um, yeah, she goes into labor. Right there. And it's not a normal labor. No. It's like there's something wrong. Yeah. And she's looking at the boss guy who runs the meatpacking plant, who's, like, upstairs in the office. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I need to get up. I need a glass of water. I need help. And he basically tells her to sit down and, sit down and get to work. Yeah. Well, then she screams and falls over. Yeah. <laughs> and there's blood everywhere. Her water broke. Yeah. There shouldn't be that much blood, though. Yeah, there shouldn't be that much blood. And then, for a minute, you think she just dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... She, like, jumps up screaming, and there's even more blood all over the floor. Right. And... Baby just literally pops, like, plops out. Exactly. I mean, but the, the meatpacking plant guy, he had come down. Yeah. And I guess sent the other guy away when he realized that she was probably dead the first time. Right. Which... Okay. What the heck? Yeah. Like, WTF? Yeah. You're just up and leaves. <laughs> okay. I know. Um... But she, like, jumps up and screams, and there's even more blood, and then she actually does die. Right. While the head of the meatpacking plant is, like, holding her down. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we see the baby, and he is... He's I deformed. do like the fact they never actually show his face. Yeah. In this film. They kind of stuck to that 
They kind Gosh. of homage to the original where you never really yeah. see his face. I mean, just you, the mask. You kind of see him a little bit. You see bits and pieces, but you never see his full face. And you kind of see it like during the opening credits where they kind of. They do like a baby photo. It's mm-hmm. like a severe cleft palate type thing. Right. Yeah. But um, after that, you know, he sees the babies like all grotesque and deformed. It cuts to the monster baby in the dumpster. Yeah. Is found by the crazy lady. Yep. And she takes it home. He's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mama needs to get her ass checked, but whatever. Well, I guess if you're, you know, Mm -hmm. hey. If you're crazy already. Right. Um, And, you know, when I was first watching it, I'm like, okay, so the beginning means it's telling you everything about this whole movie in the beginning. Right. Because it's going through, like, you know, six years old, nine years old, 12 years old. Talking about how he's, like, not stable mentally and all of those things. Um, And that's where you really see, okay, it's setting up an origin story. Right. I almost wondered if they were going to have, like, him have killed someone in the opening credit scene. And then I was just going to be like, oh, this is just another remake. They just gave five (laughs) minutes to cover the beginning part on the end of the title. Right. But they didn't. I was glad they didn't do that. But they did show he was, like, killing animals and stuff. Yeah. I hate that. Um, and you find out he is working now as an adult, he's a big old boy, mm-hmm. and he's working at the meat packing plant, which, which is just closed. Yeah, the meat stuff was gross. I'm just, it was. I, I was like, I don't, it's like, I love meat, but now I don't want to eat it for a while. <laughs> I love meat, but I want to buy it pre-packaged. Yeah. Like, I don't want to I mean, that's it. just it. Like you said, like, they're closing down the plant, he's mm-hmm. down there, he's chopping away at this meat, like. Yeah. Um. You find out the plant's closing, and there's one guy and then the, I guess, the plant director in the office, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, he's still here. Yeah. Everyone else has gone home. We got to make him leave. Right. And the one guy's like, by we, the guy's like, I mean you. Yeah. Yep. So he sends, like, the minion downstairs (laughs) to the giant man wielding a cleaver. Right. Who's not been accused of being mentally stable Mm -hmm. and has to tell him to leave. Exactly. So he's like, you know, you can't be here anymore. And he starts out kind of gently telling this guy, you can't, you know, his name is Thomas. Right. Thomas Hewitt. Yep. You have to go. You have to go. You can't stay. And then when the guy doesn't do anything, he like gets mean about it. Mm -hmm. And he almost gets a cleaver to the face, but Thomas lets him go. I know. Um, Later, you find out it's cutting now to our couples. Yeah. There's two couples. There's Eric and Sh- and Chrissy. Chrissy, yeah. And then there is uh, Dean and Bailey. Right. Which, cute little couples. Yeah. They're, they're the ones that, like, make you mad on Instagram because everybody's adorable. Mm-hmm. And they take really cute pictures and without having to, like, Photoshop. Well, yeah. this is supposed to be pre, you know, this is Vietnam. This time. is, like, 1970s is like, where this movie is I think set. it was 69. 69? I think so. That sounds about right. Yeah. So, um, by the way, there's, there's hippies and bikers. Yeah. So, that's <laughs> just it. So, yeah, they show, you know, uh, oh, what's his name? Eric in the pool, mm-hmm. which is nasty. That pool yeah, that gross. water is gross. <laughs> and that's pretty much what Chrissy says. Like, She's she, like, I'm not getting in that nasty yeah. water. Pretty much. Which I find ironic for a scene that comes up later, but. Yeah. 
So that's just it. But he's got like the knife in his mouth and he's doing almost like an apocalypse now type of thing. He's almost playing G.I. Joe in the Mm -hmm. Congo type situation. So yeah. Which kind of made me go, ooh, dude, that ain't cool. Yeah. So that's just it. So basically Mm -hmm. he, you know, she's telling him like, yeah, I'm not getting in there. Mm -hmm. And then we cut to his brother who's tied up on the bed. bed. Yep. Yep. And you got Bailey, you know, about to, you know. Go down on him. Yep. Do her thing. (laughs) She's like, I'm going to use my tongue in ways no human's meant to. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully we're not seeing that as part of the gratuitous. Which, thankfully we didn't. No. Because they're making, you know, she's trying to make it exciting and he's just not rising to the occasion. Well, yeah. And you find out why. Yep. He's been drafted. Yep. He's been drafted. I think his brother had already been to Vietnam. His Eric's already been. Yep. And he doesn't realize that Eric is going back for him. Yeah. He's going to go back because his brother got drafted and he wants to look out for mm-hmm. him. Eric has not told him that. Right. He just so, thinks that Eric is re-enlisting and going back because he can. Yeah. And so that's just it. So Dean is obviously, you know, he doesn't want to go to war. So yeah. Needless to say, he's not in the mood. <laughs> no. Not at all. So. And then... Um, you know, once we're kind of introduced to everybody, of course, guess who ends up in the pool because Eric yeah. is an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he drags Chrissy into the he pool. He drags Chrissy into the pool. <laughs> um, we cut back to the meatpacking plant. Mm-hmm. And the owner guy is packing up the last of his stuff because yeah. he's the last man out. Right. You know? Um, turns out Thomas is not thrilled about the plant closing. <laughs> And he's standing in the doorway with one of those big, like, tenderizing meat hammers. Yeah. And he takes this thing to the guy's legs. Yeah. And, you know, he basically beats this guy up, flips a desk over on him, destroys his legs with this meat hammer. Right. And then, you know, he's trying to call for help. He's got the operator on the line. And Thomas goes for his head. Yeah. Ends it. (laughs) Good riddance to the... Bad guy. Yeah. And uh, for some reason, there is a chainsaw in the meatpacking plant. Yeah. And I don't know if Thomas was just never allowed to use it, but he is fascinated by it. So he just takes it up and <laughs> picks it up and takes it home. Yeah. Um, you Which, see him, like, walking down the Well, it's like, I don't want my food cut up by a chainsaw. But it is. Yeah, I guess. They freeze it. and Because, I mean, think about it. When you get a pack of steaks, how much does it weigh? Yeah. A pound. Yeah. If it's hamburger, sometimes you get two or three pounds. A cow is over a thousand pounds. Yeah, they true. freeze that sucker and cut him up into bits. I guess the way to do it is with a chainsaw. I just never thought about <laughs> a chainsaw. I mean, I know, you know, I know like power tools. Is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, that's why I should have. Uh, from there. Yeah, he's walking down the street with a freaking chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Which is creepy enough by itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut back to the couples. They're hitting the road. Yep. And. You know, this is where you really find out Dean is dodging the draft. He's yeah. not going to enlist. He's going to Mexico. Yep. And he, Bailey's going with him. Mm-hmm. And there's this, like, tension in the car. Yeah. Um, is this where he burns the draft? Starts to burn the car? Not yet. They stop at a gas station. Oh, okay. And the girls go in because they're looking for a bathroom. Right. And this we is, see Mama. Yeah, who's creepy. Who's creepy, sitting over in the mm-hmm. corner by herself. And she's like, oh, the bathroom's out back. And while yeah. the girls are walking through, they're, you know, Bailey comes clean. She's like, Dean's not going. We're going to Mexico. Right. 
you know, and kind of like, you know, what do we do? What is Eric going to think? Yeah. And she's really surprised when Chrissy tells her, then you guys go. Yeah. You know, Eric is, you know, once he's in the war, it's like he can't let go of it. Mm-hmm. That's why he's going back. Right. Uh, they get to the back door and they find a biker gang has parked yeah. up out back. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? Suddenly we don't have to pee. Yeah. And they <laughs> they book it back through the shop, get in the car, and they're back on the road. Yeah. Um, we cut to the Hewitt house. Yep. It's kind of up on the hill. It's a huge house in the middle of nowhere, which makes me wonder if the Hewitts used to own the meatpacking plant. Maybe. Because out, when you're out milling little towns like that, yeah. that's usually how it works. The guy that just, owns the plant has the big house. Everybody else lives in a shack. Yeah. I mean, let's just say it's a big house, but it hasn't been taken care of. No, it's I not mean, been it maintained. Like yeah. So the sheriff comes up knocking on the door, and he's like, we have to go arrest Thomas. He killed somebody. Yeah. And so he puts, I guess, Thomas's uncle or his dad or whoever mm-hmm. this guy was to him in the car, and they drive out to go find him. Right. Which they do, and as they're going out, they're like, you know, you've done, he's like, you've done the best you can by that retard, is what he says. Because it is, like you said, 1969, no one's really politically correct at this point anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, And the uncle slash dad is like, he's not a retard, he's just misunderstood. Mm -hmm. Well, that tells you what his mental health looks like. Right. So they find him, the sheriff gets out of the car and he's got his gun drawn and he's like, you got to put down the chainsaw, you got to come in with me. Mm-hmm. And you see, I'm just going to call him Uncle Dad because I, yeah. I don't know how he relates. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Dad grabs the shotgun off the dash. Yep. Boom. Blows the sheriff away. Yeah. Straight headshot. Straight headshot. Done. Done. And then he picks up the badge. He picks up the badge, and then you see him walking, like, into the house with the guy's clothes and his mm-hmm. gun and everything. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so, basically, he takes over yep. as Hoyt, which is what the sheriff's name was. Right. So, they get back to the house. He's carrying all the sheriff's stuff inside. Right. Thomas is carrying the sheriff, and they take him down to the basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, guess who's for dinner? Not Todd. No. <laughs> <laughs> he is. They... Hoyt, you know, the new Hoyt, pretty right. much cooks the sheriff up and it starts ladling it out into bowls for everybody. Yeah. And you see this horrified look on the lady, on Mama's face. Mm-hmm. But it's not because she's being served people yeah. for dinner. Yeah. It's because he didn't say grace. Yeah. Yeah. She's, what? <laughs> I know. She's got some, yeah, they all have problems. Mama's got some issues. Right. Uh, and then cuts back to... The girls and Dean and Eric, Mm -hmm. you know, the girls have kind of already talked it out. So they know what's up. Right. Because originally Chrissy thought there was an issue between Bailey and Dean. Yeah. And that's when Bailey kind of had come clean to her. Mm -hmm. Well, in the car, you know, Eric's talking about, you know, it's a different culture there. Right. You'd be amazed at what you get used to. Well, Dean straight up pulls out his draft card and sets it on fire. Yeah. Starts to burn it. Yeah. So, that's picking a fight. You see... Well, Eric, at that point, basically tells them, like, you're, you know, you're a disappointment. Yeah, I'm glad Dad's not alive to see this type thing. Yep. So, you kind of get the vibe that, you know, Eric's been taking care of Dean Mm -hmm. probably most of their lives. Right. So, out of nowhere, you see some chick, one of the motorcycle chicks coming up. Yeah. She's going to basically highway rob these guys. Mm -hmm. So, she's waving a shot off, telling them to um, pull over. Yeah. Yeah. Pull over, and Eric... 
being intelligent is like, oh, no. Hell no. And he hits the gas. So there's the chick on the motorcycle with a shotgun. Chasing after him. Eric is going for his gun mm-hmm. because she's chasing him down, telling him to pull over. He gets the gun out, goes to shoot, I guess, out the back windshield. Yeah, it was out the back window. Yeah. And then there's a smush cow. Yeah, that <laughs> cow was like, holy Vaporized. Shit. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's one of those gore moments that mm-hmm. I kind of wonder if it was CG or how they did it. Actually, I will tell you. What you got? I'm going to tell you later. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's like half the cow basically just disintegrates into a red cloud. Exactly. And it's like this huge wreck. Yeah. I mean, it causes them to flip over. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Because uh, it's tw- it's, they hit the ass end of a 1,200-pound barrier, basically. Yeah. Is what happens when somebody hits a cow. Right. Um, we, once they wake up, Chrissy's not in the car. No, she got, she's she got thrown she was out. thrown. They don't know yeah. where she is. Eric is freaking out. He's trying to make sure that Bailey's awake. Bailey is awake, but she's got a piece of glass stuck mm-hmm. in her. Um, Dean is not in good shape. He's yeah. got head trauma too. And basically yeah. everybody's head has been smashed to Yeah, this. they've all, yeah, mm-hmm. they're all screwed. But he checks a pulse. Dean's alive. Mm-hmm. Bailey's alive. Now they gotta find Chrissy. Right. Well, the stupid biker woman <laughs> catches up, and she's still trying to rob these poor people. I know, right? She's like, "I'm taking all your stuff." Yeah. He's like, and it's like, "Lady, look around you. All their stuff is in the middle of the street." Yeah, exactly. Put your gun away. Pick up what you want and leave. Right. Well, then she you realize in- Chrissy's in the ditch. Yeah, she's in the ditch. She's not doing great. She's but... not doing great. She's pretty much unconscious right yeah. now. Um, she starts coming to, and as she's coming back up to the road, guess who arrives on scene? Todd. No. <laughs> the sh- the quote-unquote sheriff. The sheriff. Yeah. Sheriff Hoyt. Yes. Um, well, he basically shotguns the biker yeah. woman. Oh, yeah. He like, no, because she out. turns around to hide the gun. She's like, and she tells Eric, you know, play along or I'm going to have to kill you and this cop and everybody else. Mm-hmm. Well, the cop walks up and just fires yeah. the shot off at her. She's dead. Yeah. She done. Yep. Um, she takes it right to the chest, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he pulls everybody out of the car. Mm-hmm. At some point, Eric sees Chrissy in the ditch in the grass and basically is like, don't come closer. Right. And so she's watching as this crazy dude makes Dean and Eric put the biker in the yep, car. in the front. In the front. Yep. He blows his nose in a hanky and then covers her face with it. Ugh. Yeah. And in the meantime... Hoyt, Sheriff mm-hmm. Hoyt, finds out that somebody burned a draft card. Whose card was it? Yeah. And Eric says it's mine. Right. I'm Dean. I'm Dean. Is what he says. Yes. And he talks about how, I think at this point, he had served him. No, not yet. He doesn't talk about that yet. Basically, the guy that burned the draft card is going to be the first one to die. Right. And they drive off with the dead chick in the front seat. Mm-hmm. And Bailey's was like, Sheriff, is this... Typical procedure, putting a dead body in the front seat. Yeah. He's like, would if that was your mama, would you want her in the trunk? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, it's like, usually there's like an ambulance slash coroner that's called. Right, right. <laughs> so now Chrissy's alone on the road. Right. Everybody's gone, but the car is still there. So she's in the car and she's crawling around. She ends up in the back seat, ducked down where people can't see her because a tow truck out of nowhere drives up. Yeah. And the character's name is Uncle Murray, but for most of the movie, I just called him Tow Truck because I didn't know what his name was. <laughs> so he shows up, and he's basically hooking up the car to 
to yeah. tow it away because he's another Hewitt. Yep. And Chrissy finds the gun, but before she can get to it, tow truck picks it up out of the front seat and puts it in his pocket. Yeah. So now she's screwed riding along in the beat-up car that's being towed God knows where. Right. But it ends up going back to the Hewitt house because that's where they take it. That's everything. where everything freaking goes is the freaking Hewitt yep. house. Uh, the ride to Mama's. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they arrive at the Hewitt house, and he basically strings the guys up Yep. with, like, these little prisoner of war looking board rope things. Mm-hmm. And you don't see what happens to Bailey for a while. Yeah. No, not until later. Yeah. Um, while he's doing that and kind of just scaring the crap out of people, Chrissy's sneaking around because tow truck guy has arrived, he's unhooked the car, and he almost pees on her face. Yeah. And then he, like, disappears into the house, and she's the only one left outside. Right. So she's walking around, she's free as a bird, no one even knows that she's there. Um, Hoyt makes Thomas come get the biker chick out of the car. Yeah. And take her downstairs, and he says something to the effect of, it's just like any other meat, meat and bone, that's all. Ugh. Gross. Yeah. So, so guess who's coming for dinner next? Yeah. The biker, biker shake is going to be the entree. Yep. Um, tow truck walks by this shed-type thing where the boys are strung up, and they're like, help us. He's like, I don't mess with his business, and walks <laughs> off. Here's uh, I'm kind of torn on that, because it's like... Because if he were to mess with it, then you'd be the one that end up being killed. Almost like a Stockholm thing, you think? Kinda. You think that's kind of what it boiled down to? A little bit. I mean... I can see that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure, like, that character would have been, like, beyond messed up anyway. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if it were, like, a regular person, I think... Yeah. yeah. If it's you or me, you're the one getting the axe. Yeah. I can kind of hear that. You know? Um, But he walks into the house... And as he's walking into the kitchen, now we find out what's happened to Bailey. She's tied to the table leg. Mm-hmm. Which, I'm sorry, how heavy is that table that she couldn't, <laughs> like, lift one leg? Yeah. But then again, she was beat up from the accident, right. I guess. So that exactly. might have had something to do with it. So she's petrified. She's tied up. The guys right. are tied up. Chrissy's still wandering around in the middle of nowhere. So for most of this movie, Chrissy's useless. <laughs> she kind of is, yeah. I mean, it's it's not a difficult thing to do. You either hit the road and go find help. Right. Or you do something. Yeah. So she actually ends up back on the road because that's what she's trying to do, I think. She's right. trying to find someone to help her, but there's nobody around. Yeah. Well, it seems like everybody that is around is a freaking Hewitt anyway. Either a Hewitt or a biker. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, Hoyt is back with the guys and he's Basically talking about how he was a POW in Korea, and if you burn that draft card, you're just a piece of crap yeah. type thing. Um, while he's going on and like on this power trip over the boys, mm-hmm. Mama's under the table with Bailey washing her face, yeah. talking about companies coming. Ugh. You don't want to be dirty when company shows up. I've never had a daughter before, so Mama's oh. off her rocker. Yeah. <laughs> they wrap. Hoyt ends up wrapping Eric's head in saran wrap. Yep. Which makes sense, because to keep leftovers fresh, you gotta wrap them up. Now... (laughs) True. I'm sorry. And that's where Dean finally comes clean. No, it's not his card. It was my card. I'm the asshole. Yep. So then he basically unhooks Dean, 
rips the saran wrap off of Eric's face and mm-hmm. does the 10 push-up to freedom challenge. Yeah. Where he's, be- <laughs> where he's basically beating the crap out of Dean. Yeah. Because he told him if you can do 10 military push-ups, you're free. Which is like, you have to know, like, okay, they're really not going to, like, let me go. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. Um, back on the road, Chrissy finds the biker dude. So this mm-hmm. is apparently the old man of the biker chick that tried to rob everybody. Right. He's basically ignoring her completely until she says they took your friend too. Yeah. And now he's like, okay, where? Yep. So now they're traipsing through the woods trying to find the Hewitt house. Um, we cut back to mama and her company. Mm-hmm. It's a really, really big fat lady. Yep. Who is not at all shocked, surprised, or disturbed at the child tied up under the table. Yeah. They're talking about tea and chocolates. Right. And, oh, I put coconut in them this time. Ugh. That's just, that's what gave me the creeps. Mm-hmm. Like it was just, yeah, no, no big just deal. Just another day. You know, yeah. Who cares if someone's crying, bloody, and tied up under the table? Yeah, exactly. We're going to have tea. Right. That, that creeped me out a little bit. Exactly. Um, and of course, throughout this entire movie, if there's an opportunity to splash some blood on somebody, oh, they yeah. do. Blood everywhere. Yeah. Um, Eric gets loose. Mm-hmm. At this point, Dean has just been beaten into the dirt. Yeah. And the Hoyt was like, I bet you he ain't going nowhere. But Eric manages to drag the weight that was holding his feet down close enough where he can kick the fence open. Right. And he breaks the fence board that has him tied up in the air. So he's loose. He goes, he gets Dean and tries to, like, hide him away while he goes in and goes to get Bailey. Yeah. So, Chrissy's lost in the woods. Um, well, that's just it, because at this point, like, they don't know that Chrissy is, you They know, don't know where Chrissy is. Them. Yeah. They have no idea where she is. Right. At this point, neither does she. They're kind of lost in the woods. She's like, it can't be far, so her and Biker Dude keep going. Yeah. Uh, Eric throws a brick through the window, which startles the ladies, thank God. <laughs> And then he breaks into the room, frees table girl. Yeah. Bailey. Bailey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mama takes off. She runs. And then to keep anyone else from coming into the kitchen, he basically makes her company the fat lady door jam. Yeah. Like he slams the table up against her. (laughs) And he holds her there and she's like out of breath and she can't move. Her heart's probably given out or something like that. So... Bailey grabs the keys. She goes for the tow truck, mm-hmm. which, thank God, some of these characters are actually intelligent. Yeah. It's not one of those, oh, my leg, I tripped running right. through the woods. It exactly. wasn't none of that. I was waiting for that, and it didn't happen, thank God. I was, I thought it was going to be one of those things where it's like, you know, like they get in the tow truck, and then they're like, oh, I don't I have the keys. Right? You know. They didn't do that. Yeah. I, I like that they didn't do that. They yeah. gave these guys half a brain in the midst of panic. Yeah. So she gets in the truck, she starts the truck up, and she's just straight up leaving everybody. I think she was driving around to wherever Eric told her he hid Dean. Here's the thing. I can't say I'd blame her. No, I can't really say that either. Like, I love you and everything, but if you're, like, tied up somewhere and I'm free, like, I gotta go. Yeah. (laughs) And let me tell you, I would not begrudge you that, because you know why? You You don't know how to save my ass. You're gonna go find somebody that knows how to save my ass. Yeah, but let's be real. If it was a situation like that, I mean, let's be real. We would have been dead a long-ass time ago. Yeah, I'm not fast. No. We would have been already screwed. Like, a long time. Like, at the accident site, they would have, I'm sure, we would have just been dead. Yeah. Pretty sure. Well, I don't know. I mean, if we're heavy enough, 
too heavy to kidnap. True. Be safe, ladies. Eat cake. That's <laughs> Isn't right. That the meme. <laughs> That's true. But where? Oh, so she's basically driving, and the door to this truck just keeps bouncing open and shut. Right. Thomas hears all the commotion, so instead of chopping up the biker downstairs, he runs upstairs. Yep. He grabs this gnarly-looking hook on the way. Yeah. <laughs> and that is what he hooks into Bailey's chest and mm-hmm. pulls her out of the car, right. the truck. So she's screaming because she's got a giant hook in her chest. Right. And then um, Eric has gone back to Dean, and they're trying. He's like telling him run because he's caught somehow. Yeah. He's face to face with Hoyt, basically. Got the shotgun to his head, and he's taunting him, like, pull the trigger type yeah. thing. Yep. So while he's doing that, trying to give Dean time to run, Dean steps in a bear trap. Yeah. So at this point, obviously, he's screaming. He's freaking out. But then I love it because at some point, he's just kind of, like, chilling with this big-ass bear trap on his, you know, leg. It's probably shock. Yeah, that's probably true. You know what but I mean? Yeah, he's just, like, sitting but, up against a, mm-hmm. a fence post with this bear trap. You know, thing. Because as soon as he starts screaming, of course, that distracts Eric. Right. Who then takes the butt of a shotgun to the face. He's unconscious. Mm-hmm. And Dean is stuck. He can't go yeah. anywhere. Yep. Um, let's see. See, and if I was Dean, I'd be like, you know, just kill me already. Right. You know? Yeah. So from here, Thomas takes Eric down to the basement. He's yep. kind of in and out of it. Right. Pretty gnarly concussion from when it goes. Um, Chrissy and the biker finally find the house. Yay. So it's, <laughs> at this point, I believe it's already dark outside. Yeah, it was already dark. He's heading into the house and she's like, wait, what about my friends? He's like, I don't give a crap. Can't say I blame him. I can't say that either. He's really, he's there to go get his old lady. Yep. That's all he cares about. The rest of them, screw yeah. it. Uh, so Chrissy's, he goes straight up into the house with a gun drawn. Chrissy's kind of edging around the property, which I think is a smarter thing to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. And she finds Dean stuck in the bear trap. Right. He's leaned up against a fence. He's probably like, I'm going to die here. Mm-hmm. I'm going into shock. He's just sitting there. Yeah. So he's probably a little out of it too. Right. And from there, basically it's going to be okay. We're going to get out of here. I'm going to go get Eric. She leaves him yeah. with the bear trap attached to his foot. Yeah, but I don't think she'd be able to get that bear trap off. I You're mean, that, probably right. I mean, that thing was huge, and I'm mm-hmm. assuming very heavy. Like, where if you were trying to open it, it would take a be lot. Be damn near impossible, yeah. Yeah. Um, more creepy stuff, because Hoyt goes in, and you find out he's basically raping Bailey. Yeah. Um, I put Thomas finds a new mask, because he's not cutting on anybody yet. Yeah. But you know that he's looking at... Uh, Eric's pretty face, and he's thinking about it. I was about to say, I mean, if if I was a dude and I had to have a mask, Matt, Matt Bomer's yeah, pretty good. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a bad thing. True. Um, That's Chrissy, basically what happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chrissy gets in through a window, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of this back and forth tense, like, are they going to see her, or are they not? Right. Which, I'm sorry, in a house that old, that floor creaks. She's going to be busted, right. but whatever. <laughs> So, um, the biker walks into the house. He shoots tow truck in the leg. Yep. So now tow truck is screaming and carrying on. That's getting, um, Hoyt and Thomas there. Like it's pulling everybody to one place. So Chrissy hears Eric screaming Mm -hmm. because downstairs, uh, Thomas has already started to like cut the meat off his lower, like his forearms. Yep. Which... That was some pretty gratuitous stuff. It was. <laughs> that was that was some bloody stuff. It was. 
So she goes down where she can hear him. As she's about to open the basement door, Thomas comes storming upstairs with his chainsaw. Yeah. Um, like a kid carrying a teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes downstairs, and she's realizing she can't get him loose because he's, like, nailed restraints down yeah, to the table. she can't do anything. There's no getting him loose. Uh, Biker goes in because he has cornered Hoyt, and he's like, take me to my... Take me to the girl, is what he says. Yeah. So Hoyt takes like, her to Bailey. That's just it. It's like, which one? Right. <laughs> he doesn't realize there's multiple choice. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he takes the guy into the room where he's keeping Bailey, who is screaming, who is terrified. And Biker gets mad. Where's the other one? Right. And that's when Hoyt's like, well, she's dead already. Yeah, she's been dead a while. Mm-hmm. Um, they start fighting. Basically, Thomas shows up and they start fighting. They actually struggle with Biker Dude and manage to pin him over the chainsaw that is not turned on. Mm-hmm. So you know what's going to happen, right? Yeah, that chainsaw's coming on. Yeah. So basically, Hoyt has pinned this guy down on the chainsaw and he's yelling at Thomas, turn it on, you know, cut him up, whatever right. the case may be, which is exactly what they do. Yep. That's another one that kind of made me cringe. It's like he's laying over a chainsaw and he knows what's coming and he can't yeah. do anything to stop it. I know. It's horrible. Um, so they basically... Well, yeah, they saw him up. They cut him in half with the chainsaw. Yeah. Um, he. This is where you kind of see, like, Thomas Leatherface has found his calling. Yeah. This is what he wants to do to people. Yep. Because as soon as he's done with the biker guy... He turns around, picks up his chainsaw, goes downstairs, and basically cuts Eric yeah. wide open he as well. Yeah, he finishes Eric. Meanwhile, Chrissy is down there. and She's, she's under, like, the table. where, And you can see mm-hmm. the blood coming through the table. Yeah. She's trying to keep, you know, quiet mm-hmm. because she doesn't Which, want to be found. She doesn't want to be found. And let's be real, she could, I think she did at one point scream, but you couldn't hear her over right. that chainsaw itself. Yeah, you couldn't feel it, yeah. And she actually had to move to the side so she didn't get hit with it. Right. As he was basically moving up yeah, Eric's up body. body with it. Yep. And then, yeah, this is the, the This is the gross, thing. gross. This yeah. is where he takes Eric's face off. Literally. Which, and sews it into a mask for himself. Yeah. That, that was, was cringy. It was. It was. <laughs> it was cringy. Um, and then, of course, you know me and my brain. Mm-hmm. If you had... Basically, what amounts to wet lunch meat. Oh, God. <laughs> and you put it in a mask on your face. Do you think it would be, like, the similar thing to, like, having to wear wet clothes for a while? Because you didn't let that skin tan or nothing. Yeah, I know. Do you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Uh, I'm just... I'm weird like that. That's what occurs to me. <laughs> I think it's like a defense mechanism, so right. the grossness doesn't bother me as much. It's too bad Ed Gein isn't here. We could ask him what he did. Right? <laughs> Funny thing. We'll talk about it later. Oh, I know. Um, So, Chrissy's in shock. Yeah. She's wandering up the stairs. She's not even trying to be quiet at this point Mm -hmm. because she's just, like, horrified. Well, yeah. She gets to the front door because she's getting the heck out of there, and she's probably going to try and get to Dean and then try to get some help. Yeah. But she hears Bailey screaming upstairs. See, I would have been gone, man. Like, mm-hmm. I just saw my boyfriend's face literally get carved car I would off. acknowledge I would not be equipped to deal with this situation. Yeah. It's like so I there is no go. sticking around to save people. Yeah. You're not going to save anybody. Leave. Yep. Um, as much as I love you. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you'd return the favor. Exactly. So, you then see Thomas 
is called upstairs by Hoyt because mm -hmm. now Mama's got like a wet rag and she's trying to cool off Uncle Monty is mm -hmm. what Tow Truck's name is. And Hoyt basically is like... Cut off the legs. Cut off the leg. Yep. So he cuts off one leg. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he cuts off the leg that was... That um, was shot. Yeah. And then he says something about, you know, that ain't right. Even him up. Yep. What? I know. <laughs> I know. Who thinks like that? A Hoyt, apparently. A Hoyt, apparently. So he asked Thomas to cut off the other one for balance, yeah. he says. Yeah, for balance. <laughs> what? I know. <laughs> okay. And then he wraps him up with butcher paper, of all things. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. So... While this is going on, Chrissy's crawling around the house because she's trying to get to the room that Bailey's being kept in. Right. Um, she gets in the house. She's trying to untie Bailey, and mm -hmm. Bailey says, they know you're here. And they do because they're standing behind her. Right. So at this point, it sh shifts into the scene where everyone comes down for dinner. Yeah. So we've got Chrissy tied up. Bailey's tied up with Mama cutting her hair. Yeah. Which was weird. That was weird. Um, Dean was there. Dean was there. He was unconscious. Right. And then, of course, the family around mm. the table. And Chrissy is understandably upset. Yeah. <laughs> She's yelling and cursing, and Mama's like, I won't have you saying disparaging things about the family. <laughs> like she's already a member of the family or yeah. something. Yeah. So, that's weird. Right. Um, you find out from Hoyt that they basically pulled all of Bailey's teeth out. Mm-hmm. So, she's going to have to eat her soup through a straw for now. Yeah. And, you know, Chrissy's just carrying on. Yeah. She can't handle it. Bailey's falling to pieces. Eric's dead. Dean's unconscious. Right. Um, they... Who, what, what does mom do? She, Mama goes over to start feeding Uncle... But a tow truck guy. Tow truck. His soup. <laughs> yeah. Which you know is made of biker. Yeah. Oh, because sure. at some point you saw Mama drop a jar of fingers. Well, and then either, pick it up off the floor. either biker or sheriff. Because sheriff. I'm not was, sure which. Yeah. Because yeah, sheriff was technically killed first. True. Um, as she's doing that, Hoyt has been torturing Bailey, mm -hmm. messing with her because he's already raped her. Yeah. He goes and sits at the head of the table. Thomas comes up. And he starts poking at Bailey's face. Right. And Mama's like, free her, child. Yeah. Which isn't creepy at all. <sighs> and then Thomas cuts her throat. Yeah. So now Bailey's dead. Yeah. Chrissy's freaking out. Right. And somehow she got loose. I can't remember how. Right. I think she just slipped the rope or something. Well, D yeah, she gets loose. And, and she takes off. She takes off. And then eventually Dean also comes to... He does, but she takes off. Yeah. And you see her literally being chased through the field. Right. With the chainsaw. It's mm -hmm. like the chainsaw chase. She's taking off for the woods. Yeah. I fully expected her to trip. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> like the stereotypical yeah. damsel, but she didn't. She, she didn't. She kept on her feet. Um, while that's going on, everybody else has left the dining room yep. because she's loose. This is where Dean wakes up and finds out Bailey's dead. Yep. This is where he finally mans up and gets mad. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. He finds Hoyt on the porch. Yeah. Well, he he basically slips the, uh, because his hands were bound behind him. And he slips the he rope. He slips them. So these people are psychopathic murderers, not great, not tired. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, he comes across Hoyt, 
and basically jumps jumps on him. And, and it's like, like slamming his face into the porch, yep. saying back the things that Hoyt was mocking yep. him with during the uh, 10 push-up He challenge. ends up losing some of his teeth, too. Yeah, he like yeah. spit out two or three of his teeth. Yeah. I thought that was justice right there. Yep. So Christy's running for her life. She ends up back at the meat plant because yeah. there's a light on upstairs in the office. Right. Because um, Thomas doesn't care about the environment and saving energy. So he didn't hit the lights on his way out <laughs> after he killed the guy. Well, he had so, other things to think about, okay? He did have other things to think about. He's, he's a thinking guy. Yeah. So she runs in, and she ends up hiding, ironically, in a, like, some kind of holding tank, where it's, like, blood, body parts, and decomposition happening. Yeah. Much worse than the pool. Yeah. Um, but that's where she's hiding, because dude's gonna try and take right. her out as soon as he gets his hands on her. Yep. Um, at this point... Is Dean to the rescue. Mm-hmm. He comes in. He tackles Leatherface. Um, you know, he's helping Chrissy out. They're getting ready to run. And then poor Dean catches the chainsaw to the chest. Yeah, he does. Through his back. Yeah. I mean, it basically, it's through his back. And, I mean, it goes all the way up. Yeah. Yeah. So, now Dean's gone. Chrissy's yeah. the only one left. And it's not looking good for her because it's called the beginning. And these guys killed a bunch of people. Yep. It so, doesn't end well. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, she got up into the office. She got the keys to the car right. that the head meat plant guy kept downstairs. Yeah. So she gets loose. She gets out. She gets to the car, and she's driving down the road as fast as she can. Right. At this point, you're thinking, oh, she's free. She you got know? loose. Yeah. You know? I when The first time I saw this, I was like, oh, okay, so if she... Gets to the police station, it's like, no one's going to believe her, right. or whatever. Or and it's like, the police station's like a bunch of cuits or something, you know. Some yeah, something like that. Like that. Um, but, this is actually a really important PSA, because guess who's in the back seat? Not yeah. Todd. <laughs> Thomas. Thomas, and he ends up sticking the chainsaw through the back seat. Yep. Chrissy had been coming up to an officer who had pulled over somebody else. Right. But that bummed me out, though. I know those guys were just minding their own dang business, I know. and poor dead Chrissy killed them. Yeah, I mean that's just it. So yeah, he sticks the chainsaw through, you know, while she's driving, killing her, and she plows into the police officer and the um, and the pedestrian, basically yeah, pedestrian. So now the Hewitts are gonna have good eating for a while because there's at yep. this point four, five. Oh, I've got the body Six, count. Six, seven. Oh, you do? Oh, I do have the body count. Okay, so there's yeah. like seven or eight bodies that they've dropped at this point. It's actually more than that. But anyway. Are you sure for this this movie or the old movie? I'm pretty sure. We'll get into it. Okay. Because um, I do have facts. So. Yeah. And then, of course, the ending scene closes out where Thomas is walking with his chainsaw yep. back to the house. Which, why? I'm assuming. He like, just lets all these bodies in the middle of the road. I just say, I, I guess maybe you know they're so they, far out and everyone's gone. Maybe he would just take the tow truck thing and like put all the bodies in there later. Well, Uncle Tow Truck can't drive the tow truck because it doesn't have a leg to hit the gas with. Well, he can, but <laughs> maybe Thomas can. True, Thomas or, can, or even Hoyt. Yeah. So I, I think maybe that's what would have happened after that end scene. Yeah. And then, of course, the voiceover in that 1960s announcer voice talks about how they killed, like, 33 people from 69 to 75. 73. Whatever. (laughs) It's not real. (laughs) I know. Um, And that's where it all fades out. Yep. And that's how it ended. Yep. So, you have fun. You've been sitting on them this whole time. I've been watching you, and you're like, 
poking at your phone. I've got a couple of facts. Okay. What you got? So, when Ericus's face uh, wrapped in cellophane by Sheriff Hoyt, that's actually real. Uh, Matt Bomer's head was actually being wrapped in saran wrap. Arlie uh, Ermy said he was very concerned for him. They left a mm-hmm. small gap opening at the bottom of Matt's shin for him to breathe, but that didn't help much. So whenever he was having trouble breathing, he would indicate by knocking his knees together. Which I, that makes sense because they would be out of shot. Mm-hmm. But I'd be worried that no one's watching. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like all the action is pretty much from head and shoulders up. All right, so you want to talk about the cow? Yes. Okay, so the cow that gets hit by the Jeep was made of fiberglass and filled with blood, fake entrails, and fake bones and screwed together. Gross. <laughs> It'd be kind of fun to hit it, though. <laughs> it would be interesting. Yeah. But it would still probably do just as much damage. Right. And then I thought this was interesting, because you and I saw um, the Jessica Biel version, which would have been technically the version after this. Since this is right. the beginning. This was the prequel. She right. was in the remake. She was in the remake. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's the one that got away. Right. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. You say it at the beginning. I know. If they don't know by now. That's true. Okay, okay, so producers Andrew Form and Brad Fuller decided not to make a sequel to the 2003 movie, but the fans kept coming to them asking how the family got that way and wanted to know uh, several unanswered questions in the 2003 version. Some of them include how Monty lost both of his legs, okay. um, to how Sheriff Hoyt lost his front teeth, and how Leatherface got his nickname. And then after a meeting with Michael Bay, they let uh, Sheldon Turner write the script for a prequel, and, and uh, they were prepared to make it. So, but I just, I just thought that was interesting. Like, okay, so yeah, it answered those questions, right, from the other movie. There was actually a third movie. Sorry, you know me and Google yeah, and Wikipedia. There was a third movie they were going to actually make that was going to be like the last sequel. They were going to do like a trilogy of some kind, oh, I guess. Okay. And they ended up scrapping it. They yeah. ended up not being able to really agree on anything, um, and they probably couldn't afford it. Right. Because with this movie's budget was $16 million. They brought in over $51.8 in box. Well, and I was just going to, I had a couple more facts. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to hop back to you. Oh, okay. But, Sorry. Um, the reason I say they probably couldn't afford it, New Line had to pay, like, over $3 million just to keep the rights. Oh. Because somebody else was starting to bid. Yeah. I think it was... Um, Oh, New Line's the one that got to keep it. Yeah. There was another big studio. I can't remember the name of the other big studio, but they were yeah. trying to buy up the rights out right. underneath New Line. Okay, so according to producer Brad Fuller, mm-hmm. uh, the film was given an, given an NC-17 by the NPAA, and a total of 17 scenes had to be edited in order to get an R rating. I believe that. Yeah, that was because, yeah, it was a lot of blood. It, there was a and lot of more. blood. There was a lot of guts. Yeah. Um, nowadays, they probably would have just released it under the horror fest films. It's the eight films to die for thing that yeah. they don't play in theaters because of right. what their rating would be. That's probably where it would have fallen if it had come out around that time. Oh, and Devent, uh, it was uh, New Line had, I found that fact. So New Line had to pay $3 million, mm-hmm. uh, more than expected to in order to keep the series in the studio fold after Dimension uh, Films made a pricey deal uh, with original rights holders Toby Hooper, Kim, uh, Kim Henkel, and Robert Kuhn. Dang. Yeah. So that's kind of all I got. Okay. So 
when you hit Google, of course, this is not based... This is not a true story. Right. But it's based on Ed Gein. Yeah. You know, what they found about Ed Gein's house. Yep. Um, and because of me and Google, I actually looked it up. So, there are over 40,000 bodily injury claims yearly from misuse or accidents with chainsaws. Wow. There's actually a personal injury lawyer dealing strictly with chainsaw claims in Dallas. That's crazy. He's like the second thing that pops up on Google. It That's was hilarious. So, crazy. so the other thing I've kind of been looking up as we're talking because I wanted to see it and it occurred to me was um, like the actual like process of slaughtering an animal in a meat plant. So of course they're humanely stunned and killed. Um, they are basically bled, um, all of that stuff. They actually try not to scare the animals before slaughter because apparently the body chemical reactions to oh, fear, yeah. um, have what they call undesirable effects upon the meat. Oh, gross. Yeah. Um, so if you taste here. some meat, you're like, oh no, this one was scared. <laughs> I hope not. That's so horrible. Oh my God. Like this meat tastes a little off. I guess it was scared. Ugh, gross. Okay. Um, after cleaning and dehairing the carcass, heads are removed, and they are opened by a straight cut to the center of the belly to remove the viscera, which is the guts, and then they're placed in a cooler called, which is ironic, called a hot box for 24 hours. Nice. Uh, they do have meat inspections that are mandatory to ensure right. wholeness, safety, and accurate labeling of meat supplies. So, in this day and age, they couldn't sell meat out of meat packing plant if it's actually people. Yay. That's a good thing. Yay. It'll be inspected. <laughs> um, let's see here. That's really all I got on that. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, they pretty much just cut everybody up. Uh, facilities and equipment. They Facilities must have sufficient cooling and lighting. Rails from which carcasses are suspended must be high enough to ensure... They never come in contact with the floor. Okay. Equipment must be properly cleaned and not adversely affect the wholeness of the meat products. Hmm. It still doesn't say which, what they use. Yeah. But I know for a fact there's power tools involved. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the picture. There's power tools involved. The yes. guy's holding a buzzsaw. Okay. I mean, it makes sense because of the bone. and. Yeah, and if the meat is, like, frozen or anything like right. that. You know, it's the quickest way to take care of it. Okay, so there's the creepy Google of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got... Did you have more facts? No, that was okay. basically it. So, hopping on the actors, Jordana Brewster had a pretty good name for herself before this film. Yeah. She did... I think she got her start in Day Soap. Probably. I think I remember seeing her on one of my mom's soaps. Um, Fast and Furious. Though. Fast and Furious. Yep. She played Mia, of course. Right. She played on the Lethal Weapon series, which I was a fan of. At oh, least okay. first and second. First season. Some a second season. Gotcha. Um, she played the psychiatrist. Um, and since then, she's the most recent thing I think I've seen her do um, was not Hawaii Five O, the other one. Okay. <laughs> With the guy. It's another remake. The one that Burt Reynolds used to play. Magnum PI. Thank you. That's what it is. She was on Magnum. She played like a villain. So that was cool. Um, Taylor Handley played Dean tons of TV credits. Yeah. Tons. Which is why I recognized him, too. Dior Baird played Bailey tons of TV. Mm -hmm. Actually, a lot of the same series that Taylor guessed on. Nice. Uh, Dior actually took place on. Matt Bomer 
American Horror Story. That, and I think, wasn't he like on Suits or... He was like some on... White Collar Yeah, is what it was. I liked that show, too. I haven't seen all of the seasons, but I've seen some of those. Yeah. Um, And, of course, he's just gorgeous. He is. He's so pretty. I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers. He was in Magic Mike and Magic Mike sequel. Neither of which I've seen. But... I'm not surprised. I'd flaunt it, too, if I was a dude. Yep. And then um, the other one that I really recognized was Arlie Emery, or Ermery. Oh, yeah. Who played um, Hoyt. Yep. Uh, That is all I got. So how many... What do you want to use to rate this movie? Chainsaws, I feel like it's just too... Obvious? Yeah. How about face masks? How many Matt Bomer's face was yeah. used to rate this movie? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a two. It was okay. I think two is fair. Yeah. I think two is fair because it's it's a gore hound movie. So mm-hmm. if that's what you want, this was a pretty good show for you. Right. Right. Um, I when I watch horror movies, I want to be shocked and like I want the gore to have purpose. Exactly. And I want that shock. I don't want to cringe. I don't mm-hmm. want to be disgusted. I want to be disturbed when I'm watching a horror yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly. Which sounds weird, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, this was more cringy than disturbing to me. Right. So I think two is fair. Rotten Tomatoes is not kind to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Rotten Tomatoes was 12%. Yeah. But the audience meter was 53 So we have a lot of people that probably feel the same way we do. So decent. Decent. Yeah. Um, I found this movie on Netflix, but it wouldn't let me watch it. Really? So I actually had to rent it off Google. That sucks. I was it, aggravated. My, yeah, my Netflix worked fine, because that's where I got it from. I know. I don't know what happened. It popped up, and it said, this movie is not available for immediate viewing. Weird. Choose another title. Huh. And it's like, no, I started this movie for five seconds last night. <laughs> it was perfectly fine. <laughs> right? But, oh, well. Yeah. Stupid Netflix. Alright, so that has been the breakdown of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning. So what are we doing next week? Next week, we're getting a little bit lighter. We're watching Happy Gilmore. Nice. Right? I'm happy about that. (laughs) I think it's the one Adam Sandler movie that I will always like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're getting back on some happy stuff. Cool. Um... That's all I got. You got anything else you want to add? No, I'm good. Perfect. All right. Well, this has been our breakdown of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. (laughs) The beginning. All right. Well, I'm Laura. I'm Nikki. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.